Blog Talk Radio. Fifty-one X spot flanker cross. Red left slot. Fifty-one X spot flanker cross. Someone right. Fifty-eight. Blue. Fifty-eight. All right, here we go. They're gonna jump right here. You know they're gonna jump. Everybody hold your water. Green right slot. Ninety-eight hand outside on three. Ready? Balls. 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 Hey baby, let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. I'm the quarterback. Don't stop, homie. I go to jail if I get sacked. So block for me. Eight ball in my corner pocket. It's on and popping. Got the whole club leaning with it. We don't have much news on the Tennessee Titans, that's no surprise, but I'll tell you what, there's a lot of news going down. The NFL is shucking and jiving in free agency, and we can't wait to get into it. My biggest concern is uh, who picked up Aaron Hernandez? Oh, wait, he's dead. Good. Good Good start, guys. Definitely definitely a good start. A good way to lead this one off, Beck. What are your thoughts on that, Matt Money? Great start. It's wonderful. Great start. Great start. Great start. Great start. What's up, KB? How you doing tonight? I'm doing good, man. What was that? Is that joke too soon? Too soon? Uh, I don't know. You know, I think it's teetering. It's right on the line, dude. But, hey, I'm going to let it slide. I think Mad Money is going to agree with me on that one. We just let that one slide. Mad Money? Sounds good to me. KB, man. Hey, listen. Let's let's call it it right now. Hey, listen. Forget the joke, bro. A ton of things to get to right now. Where do you want to get started here on this show tonight, dude? Free agency frenzy going on right now, man. This is like blowing my well, mind you know, right now. There's some new news coming in every five seconds. Beck, what's the hottest topic that we got to lead this thing off with? The hottest topic that we got to lead this thing off with right now is the is the NBA locked and loaded picks because we got to make our boys some money tonight. There we go. So let's get into these picks. And then we can break down the NFL free agency. Let's go with these picks. Locked and loaded, baby. I'm going to throw them up to you, and you're going to slam them down. Listen, we're going to start out in my in uh, our boy Mad Money Mike's O-Town with the Milwaukee Bucks coming to Orlando tonight. Game is about to tip off. Milwaukee. Minus eight in Orlando. Who you got, KB? Milwaukee minus eight. That's your pick? Yeah, they got to whoop that A, dude. All right, I'm also going to go with Milwaukee on that one. Matt Money, you want to weigh in on this? You want to give us another six seconds of dead air? I think I'm just going to pick Orlando on this one. We'll, we'll flip the there coin you go. here. And that's fast answer. We're moving fast. We got a lot to cover. Moving right along. The Washington Wizards again. Minus John Wall at Boston. Washington minus two and a half. KB, where you going? John Wall at Boston minus two and a half. John Wall out at Boston. John Wall still injured. Al Horford also out. Point guard Kyrie Irving also out. I guess I left a, a few injuries <laughs> that I probably should have stated. 
So we got a Boston Celtics team that either they're either depleted via injury, they're resting. Who knows with the NBA? But I'm guessing that's why the spread is going to be Washington minus two. So where are you where are you leading on this one? I'm gonna take the Celtics. They'll still win. Okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna completely disagree with you and go with Washington on that one. And now that you've noticed uh, that that game is on tonight. Uh, we'll keep this show to a 60 minutes instead of extending it for 90 because I'm trying to watch that game. Yep, there you go. Moving right along, late night game, Miami Heat, my Miami Heat, my Miami Heat at Sacramento. Miami minus six and a half. An odd spread, an odd spread. What do you think, KB? My oh, Miami Heat. Um, I'm going to take Pat Riley and I'm going to take the Heat. Also going to take the heat. And then the late, late, late game, the L.A. Lakers at Golden State. Golden State minus seven and a half. Oh, but, 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 wait, 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 wait. Steph Curry out. Clay Thompson out. Draymond Green out. Golden State still minus seven and a half. Take Golden State, oh. seven and a half. You're going to take Golden State minus seven and a half, minus Clay, minus Stephen Curry, Minus Draymond. Please, get the hell out of here. The Lakers are giving a gift yeah. right now. Even if Golden State might still win, the Lakers plus seven and a half, dude, come on. That's Lakers. That's all. That's, that, that's a win written all over it, bro. I retract my previous statement, and I side with e pick. There you go. And then we're just going to pick one game from tomorrow night. Let's look at the L.A. Clippers at Houston. Houston minus 11. Chris Paul is listed as probable right now. He's going to probably want to stick it to the X. the X. He wants to stick it to the X, basically, with the Clippers uh, coming to town now that he's in Houston. I will – oh, 11 is a lot to eat. Um, what are your thoughts on that one? Oh, I, well, rephrase this for me because 11 is a lot to eat. LA Clippers at Houston – Chris Paul probable, which means he's going to play because he wants to stick it to the Clippers. Houston, minus 11 points. Plus, I almost said Clips Paul. Chris Paul covers that spread. He might not yeah, win the game, said, but he's going to ball just out. Said Clips Paul. You just said Clips Paul, and you're throwing me off like a son of a bitch just to get the show started. I'm going to go... With the Clippers covering the eleven and a, the eleven, and it's actually jumped up to eleven and a half as we're speaking here. So I'm going to go with the Clippers to to cover that, and it could change um, tomorrow. Again, this is a game tomorrow night at eight oh five. I'm going to go with the Clippers to cover. Houston still wins the game. Locked and loaded pick. Bada bing, bada boom. Wild dog hot sauce brought them to you. Straight forward, and we just laid it down. And not only we, we laid down, down the locked and loaded picks. Not only are we laying down the lock and loaded picks, but we got the March Madness bracket and Wild Dog Hot Sauce starting a new hot dog cart down in Charlotte, North Carolina. They laid down the 50 bucks for the winner of our March Madness bracket, Mad Money. Are we still, can, can you still get in on the bracket? Is it still possible? I know we still we got about like, uh, uh, we don't have that many people that participated, but we got a, quite a few. Yeah, we we got 18 um, so far, and uh, you can get your brackets in tomorrow till about 12.15 when everything starts getting heated up for March Madness. And 
you might want to also let the uh, good folks over there at Wild Dog Hot Sauce know that the prize is actually a hundred bucks instead of fifty. So you might have a little negotiating that you're going to have to work out with uh, the marketing team over there in Charlotte uh, after you get off the show here tonight. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Sorry, that's Wild fine. Um, but I also want to reiterate that Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a sponsor on this and. It's free to enter. It's free to enter. And for all the people I told today that 12.15 p.m. was the deadline, I was mistaken. And tomorrow is actually the deadline. So you're still good. Still get your picks in. They're on the Facebook page. Whoever's there, 267-521-0153, give us a call. Go to the Facebook page. It's free to enter. Zero dollars. It costs you nothing. To enter this thing, why not take a shot? Why would you be so lame as to not take the five minutes to fill out a bracket when you could win a hundred bucks? And I promise, I'm also going to send something else. I'm going to send you a piece of memorabilia. It might be a, like an old shirt from 1992. It might be a baby picture. It might be one of my ex-girlfriend's pieces of jewelry that I never want to see again. It could be anything. The 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 odd the. Uh, the, the <laughs> The options are limitless, man. Fill out your bracket. Beck, you got your there's, there's no what? There's no question about it. Fill out the bracket. Get it on it. It's, it's free to enter, and it's money to win. Take your best guess. Don't wuss out. That's how we roll on picking up the blitz with Kyle Beck, Eddie Fane, and Mad Bunny Mike. Let's continue on with the show. Mad Bunny Mike will get you the link. ASAP, just call the show, and he'll get you the information. He'll text it to your phone. He'll text it to your phone. He'll get you the link. Just call the show, and you'll get taken care of. Free to enter, well, 100 bucks for you. We're out money with our sponsor, so take advantage of it. It's a, it's a, it's a great thing. It's a great thing that you can take advantage of. We got a locked and loaded picks already locked and loaded, so you know where you need to go tonight. And we got a lot of places that we got to target tonight because it's been a carousel here in the NFL. Eddie, what is the most important? The most important thing is I think we got a caller on the Lizine, my man. Let's get him on here. Matt Money, why don't you bring that caller on, dude? All right. Oh, who's this? Hey, it's Brandon from Columbus. Columbus from Brandon. Got him. Got him. Up, I, have a que- I have a question for both of y'all. All right, let's hear it. Uh, KB and Efane, uh, I-, I wonder what you can infer as far as the draft is concerned from what the Giants and the Dolphins have done in free agency. Are there any clues from what has happened in free agency with both teams as far as the upcoming draft is concerned? Maybe you want to leave this one off, or would you like me to take it? No, before Efain responds to this, we have to include what the Browns have done in free agency. And I'm going to let him take it from there. That's exactly right. So you'd like me to take it? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect. Here, here's what we're going to look at here. Now, after all these moves that the Browns have made recently over free agency, which I think 
that we all know about by now, but just to reiterate, they brought Tyrod Taylor over. They brought Jarvis Landry over. They're sitting there okay with Peppers, the, the first-round pick. Um, I can't remember his name, Miles Garrett, whatever his name is, on the defensive end. It, the Browns are That's looking him. like a team. What's that? What's that? Yeah, okay, let me keep going. Uh, the Browns are looking like a team that actually might be a contender. And now with that number one pick, listen, man, I just I don't see, because I know a week ago we were talking about how we couldn't see the Giants not taking Saquon Barkley. Now it looks like the Browns are looking at Saquon Barkley. I mean, with the number one and the number four pick, unless the picks have shifted around, which they easily could have that I've missed, I think it's Saquon Barkley going there, which then begs the question for the New York Giants, what do they do? Because now it's talking about Josh Rosen jumping up to the number two spot for the Giants to take a quarterback. Whereas I thought that it was going to be essentially a lock that the Browns were going to go with Sam Darnold first as their franchise quarterback, but now they seem pretty invested in Tyrod Taylor, and they still have the fourth pick, which means they can still get a quarterback. And Sam Darnold, his stock seems to be dropping, which is crazy. So so the Browns might come out of here with Saquon Barkley, a back to be a star for the next four to five years in the league based on his body type, the way he runs, size, stamina, speed, all the above, all the qualities you want in the back. And then they still might get a franchise quarterback with the number four pick. Unless, Mad Money, please double-check my stats, unless the picks have changed based on all the moves that the Browns have made. And then what we could also keep on getting into the Browns, because I want to talk about these guys for a minute for the first time ever in my life. But as far as the Giants stand, KB, maybe you can also get some insight into this one. It looks like Saquon, as it stands right now, is not going to be on the board at that number two pick. So if it's your call or your call, Columbus, from Brandon Gotham, who do you guys want with that number two pick? Now, do you want to go with quarterback, or do you want to rely on Eli for the next three years? I mean, what's your thoughts? Is it Rosen? Well, number one is Josh to rely on Eli. But you got to remember that – Saquon is not is not to win all. You also have the running back from Georgia, but let's stick to the situation in Nick, question. Which one, Chubb? The one that you're talking about instead of Josh back. Um, look, Saquon it's ideal. It's ideal. Back. It's ideal at the current moment. If I if, if Eddie, if I was running the Cleveland Browns, I would take. Saquon Barkley, number one, and see what quarterback fell to me at a later position. But, but it's a cold weather, it's a cold weather place, and they got to get their guy, and they got to get it right. And Tyrod Taylor is not a long-term solution. So the only person that really knows what's going on there is the general manager of the Cleveland Browns because it all relies on how much he buys into Tyrod Taylor. If, if, he thinks that, if, he, if he thinks that he can create a winning record for two to three years, go nine and eight, then you're looking at a situation where that's still not good enough. I think okay, and and hope that the Cleveland Browns are are looking at a quarterback. But I get where the skepticism is coming 
on the on Saquon Barkley being available for the Giants. Now, okay. if you're asking me personally, Eddie, if I was the Cleveland Browns, I would draft Saquon Barkley number one, and then I would let everybody get the answers wrong on the test for the quarterbacks. Well. And let Question. the quarterback that fell to me fall to me and work him out and see how that plays out. The and then that makes that a I'm lot of sense. You, at number two, with the Giants, considering that your Giants fan, our callers are Giants fan, and the question that he asked was based specifically on what the Giants or the Dolphins are going to be doing. And let me just preface this by saying, in the latest mock draft that I have pulled up here per BruteLeisureReport.com, it's no longer Josh Rosen, who I, I can't keep track of all this, but now it's predicted that Sam Darnold has essentially switched places from the number one in Cleveland to the number two in New York Giants. So let's well, use that hypothetically. That's, that's asinine. That's asinine. Let me tell you, and let me tell you how now, it's going to Finally give me some analysis and tell me why that's asinine. Explain to me why that's asinine when this guy was the projected number one pick two years ago. We said this guy was going to be the number one guy. Why is that asking? Because, because this is how it's going to play out, Eddie. If the Browns take Barkley number one, the Giants are trading out of the number two pick. Done. Signed. Sealed. And delivered. 100%. If Barkley's gone at number one, the Giants... Signed, sealed, and delivered on KB's word are out You're of the number two pick. You're I'm putting your name my on name it. on it. Eli's got five. Eli's got five more years in him. There's no reason to rush oh, this go. situation. Does 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 signing Jonathan Stewart, who who doesn't have five more years in him because he's got ten already, does does that have any bearing on this? Do you think, y'all? Well, this oh. is actually this is actually information to me here on the show. We've been having technical difficulties all day. Are you telling me the Giants have signed Jonathan Stewart? If, if I'm reading the headlines right, yes. He's a really good running back. He's an old running back. He's an old running back, and yeah, he's really good. The New York Giants have signed him. And he had a couple very big games last year. He played he played a few big games last year. He's been the face of Carolina for a long time. And of course, Jonathan Stewart's quote. Now is, that I'm being I, informed of this, and a lot I want to prove. Jonathan Stewart. Beck, now really that I'm being informed of this, now that I'm being informed on this, I mean, what was the price tag with Jonathan Stewart? Because if uh, you would ask me, he was for the signing. He was cut. He was I, cut. There was there was no price tag. Oh, so you're looking for the Giants to sign Jonathan Stewart? No, no he has. I, I believe it's done. I believe it's done. He has signed with the. I'm giving you the information right now. He has signed with the New York Giants a two-year contract for six point nine million, and it includes two point nine five million guaranteed. Could be worth eight point two million if all incentives are reached. So, if you got okay, we'll look at the answer. You're and our caller. No, Look, Eddie and our caller, it's the McLovin thing. Read a book sometime. 
if if they got Jonathan Stewart, they got Eli, then they're not they're not in the ballpark for the number two draft pick. This thing ain't going down for the New York Giants. What's going down for the New York Giants is they're trading out. It should be clear as day to anybody, and they're trying to raise the price tag. So if you're the New York Giants, what you need to be doing is going to pro days and the combine and raising the stock of these quarterbacks so that you can raise the draft stock trade and get your highest market value out of that number two pick. If they if they got Jonathan Stewart on board, I'm telling you right now that they ain't drafting Barkley. Caller, do you agree with his analysis on this? Do you think that the New York Giants are guaranteed because KB has put his name on it as a guarantee to trade out of that second uh, that second uh, pick position now? Uh, you agree? I, I'm I'm not sure. I, give, giving it up would be a hard give, oh. giving it up would be a hard thing to do. But the thing. You have to remember about uh, Stewart is that he's been pounding people and getting pounded now for a decade, and it looks to me like this is a low risk kind of insurance high, policy. High, low risk, giants. high reward situation, but no, it's not. Right. What's the price? Eddie Fane, Mad Money Mike, what's the price tag on this situation? Because this is happening on the live air right now. Let's figure I this out. I, I literally Eddie, Eddie two point nine not five seconds ago. The Giants don't have very much cap room. Cutting DRC did not clear up enough. And signing Nate Soldier, which was going to be a big topic on the show down the line that our caller busted up, is going to be a huge deal. If Jonathan Stewart, if Jonathan Stewart is serviceable at the running back position, then he is more than enough. Okay, you're absolutely wrong. You, you, back, 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 back. You, you become delusional again, and I have to stop you. You, uh, Do you not know who Jonathan Stewart is? This isn't Jonathan Stewart from 2008, bro. This is Jonathan Stewart 2018. You're, you're, you're not seeing the picture, and the caller seems to be seeing it far more clear than you are. Jonathan Stewart is done. I mean, he's, he's, he's a very stout back. He is an old back. He's turned 30. When a back turns 30 and you think you're going to rely on that guy to carry your team, when you have a number two pick, you're dreaming. If you think that this changes the dynamic of the Giants, exactly what's going to happen for the Giants back is that Jonathan Stewart's going to get the ball for three games, have some tweak, minor injury, even though he's not that injury prone. But let's not forget, Jonathan Stewart has been in a two-back system with Carolina forever. He does not take the majority of the carries. If you think that this guy at over 30 years old is going to be your number one in your dreaming, the only reason that they probably signed him is because it's essentially a done deal that they can no longer get Saquon Barkley and they need someone back there besides Orleans Darkwa. And if you think that you're about to get rid of the number two pick when you can get a quarterback and you're going to tell me Eli can last five more years, maybe so. Injury-wise, health-wise, maybe he could, but productivity-wise, we've seen a dip, a strong one. And there's a lot of factors that go into that. Don't get me wrong, but if you have the number two pick in a quarterback class like this that any expert can tell you we have not seen something like this in years, to give up the number two pick for whatever trades later on or whatever you want to give it up for, which you still haven't explained to me, then you're out of your mind. You're not making any sense. And for you to think that Jonathan Stewart all of a sudden is like, wow, that's a great thing. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a signing on the cheap to have something back there, a name that we at least know, as opposed to Orleans Darkwa, whoever. The well, let me stop you guys. right there. Let me stop you right there, Eddie. Jonathan Stewart, what you're not understanding is Jonathan Stewart is the fallback plan if you don't get Saquon Barkley. That's what that is. So understand that. I just said and that. And then I on top of that, that, on top of that, on top of that, on top of that, out of that Carolina backfield, besides Christian McCaffrey that is fresh and well-known, at this time and age, who else can you name out of that backfield in the last three to four years? D'Angelo Williams. Well, now you're talking a stretch on three years because it's been a long time removed. He's been a Pittsburgh. He's been a Pittsburgh Steeler for quite a while. What are you talking about? Let me let me let me put in a let me let me put in a last word before I get off. Please, please. KB is right about Eli. Eli's good for five years, minimum. Minimum. There's, Call there's no doubt about minimum it. Minimum five years guaranteed. Yep. Okay. Well, then there it is. I mean, hey, it's two, it's two versus on. one here, and you, you guys might be right, and, and there you go. And if that's the case, so then caller, if we can, we're going to move this along now. But my last question is, we are going to move it along. And you know what? The Giants are going to move it along a lot more than the Dolphins are with Ryan Tannehill when you, when you guys are going to have to switch him back to wide receiver. But that's just a tough jab by a tough dude on taking the blitz to a guy that was open to a shot, my co-host, Eddie Fain. We've got much more topics to get into Money might even another call on the line. Our first call here tonight of the Blitz Brigade brought it and brought the heat on hot, hot, hot. And we're going to keep rolling. Thank you for the call, caller. His response is zero. All right, let's move on to the next one. No more callers. Let's move on to the next topic. All right. Ethan, what's your next NFL free agency discrepancy? Beck, I am about to jump through these radio waves and strangle you, dude. You're n- Some of the things that you say just blow my mind and are so preposterous and so far gone. Fine. You're going to trade away the number two pick. I'm glad you put your name on it. Let's move along here. Just a quick thing wait, wait, as we're looking down. Are we, the- wait, are we – before we move off the subject, are we clear that – the only way the Giants trade out of the number two pick is if the Cleveland Browns draft Saquon Barkley number one. I not only said that, the, that, yes, the only way that they will do that, not only did I say that before you did, if we roll back the tape, which you're just reiterating what I said, yes, and I still don't think I disagree with you that they trade the number two pick, period. If they can't get Saquon Barkley, then they are going to get somebody else. They're not trading the number two pick. The that pick is too valuable in this draft. Quarterback. Cut me off one more time, dude. Cut me off one more time, KB. Cut me off one more time, KB. Stop being okay, wrong. Just... Stop being wrong. We shall see. We shall see. But listen, hey, look, Stop here's the deal. Wrong. Really moving along. Before the commercial break, before the commercial break, just real quick, I just want to give you one more thing about the Cleveland Browns here. Now in this latest mock draft, based off BleacherReport.com, Cleveland Browns, number four, 
Oklahoma quarterback Baker Mayfield. Now get the hell out of here. Now this is starting to seem a little bit ridiculous, and he's jumped up to number four, especially after he just had a dinner with Adam Gates last night in Miami. Matt Money, I know we got to get to commercial break. Beck, what do we got coming up on the other uh, on the other side of it? We got the continuation of the conversation that you just brought up because this is the ideal situation for the Cleveland Browns. If you're Cleveland, you want to take Saquon Barkley number one and look at what Eddie's contemplating at number four with any quarterback that's still available. That's what's rolling on the other side of picking up the blitz on the other side of the break. KB, E-Fangs, Mad Money, Mike. Holler at us, 267-521-0153. This is KB from Pick'em to the Blitz with KB and E-Fangs. E-Fangs and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your news feed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and E-Fane is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings, too. And no need to drink and drive to get there. Our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Roz from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi, Wild Dog's got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and e are talking about with their bold Wild Dog Picks of the Week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. Welcome back inside Picking Up the Blitz with Kyle Beck and Eddie Payne, our producer behind the glass, Mad Money Mike. We got a whole bunch going down in town. Yeah, no idea. The conversation's getting hot. It's getting heated. Fights are about to break out. Plane tickets are about to be bought. Four fights that you guys probably won't even get to witness, but we'll handle all that behind the scenes. Let's get back to the basics. Anything, what are you so hot and pissed off about, man? Bring it. Bring well, it's, it. Not that I'm, it's not that I'm so hot and pissed off about it, man. It's just this Baker Mayfield talk. Okay, so he had a, he had a great pro day today, um, it, and this is what has the Giants looking at him. 
the Broncos looking at him, and the Dolphins obviously looking at him because he did, as I said before the break, have a, uh, a dinner with Adam Gase last night. And Adam Gase, as I have told you before, I don't think likes Ryan Tannehill. I don't think we know where Ryan Tannehill's health really is. Um, he has not played in two years. We don't really know what's going on. And now Baker Mayfield is that hot commodity. Do I think that he's going to be an NFL superstar? No, I don't. But would I like to see something happen good for the Dolphins in our now culture change with the quotations in the in the air as Ndamukong Sue out the door, Jarvis Landry out the door, and a couple scrubs that have been signed. So the thing that I really just want to just touch on just for a second, I don't want you to go on a 20-minute rant about it. I just want you to touch on it for just one second, Beck. Is Baker Mayfield, as we've discussed many, many, many times, is he actually going to be a star quarterback? Because you talk about the moxie, you talk about the, 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 the intensity, all that good shit, but does he have the skill set? Which it seems today at the combine he's opening up some eyes. I don't know if you if you followed this at all or anything like that. The only thing I'm saying is if it were to jump up to like Baker Mayfield being taken number two as the quarterback to back up Eli Manning, how would you feel about that as a fan? Yeah, well, first off, Eddie Fane, I want to uh, inform you that the uh, the combine did not take place today. That was the Oklahoma pro days, pro days, pro days, pro days, pro days, pro days. Pro days, pro days. But given the situation, I know that that was ticky tacky. That was ticky tacky. I got you on that. My, my bad. But you got to look at it in two ways, man. It's a it's a it's an it factor deal versus uh, an ability to do the job deal. And if I bring Baker Mayfield in. In my company, knowing that he knows what job he's got to accomplish and do it on a daily basis, get it done and have people knowing that he's going to get it done and that they got to get what they got to get done because they got to rely on him too and it goes What are you talking about? I mean, it's a simple yes or no question. I'm not talking about your company on a day to day and we get it done. Will if you if you if he was on your squad, would you be happy about it? That's the question. It's a yes or no answer. I don't need this all this nonsense that comes with the question. Answer it. Because I'm going to answer it as a Dolphins fan. Would I be happy about it or not? Would you I'll be happy if he was your for, guy? If you drafted Baker Mayfield, Eddie, would you be happy? I'll answer. I'll answer it for you. If I was, if I was running the Dolphins, if I was running the Miami Dolphins, I would move Ryan Tannehill back to wide receiver and make him run wind sprints because he sucks so freaking bad, and bring make Baker Mayfield in as quarterback in a heartbeat. Okay. There you go. And if you were the Giants, you would not do the same because Eli Manning, as you and the and Columbus from Brandon Gotham uh, both adamantly stated, has five years at least left in his tank. Three, three to four. I heard five. I heard years. five. If we want to run that tape back, I heard five, and both of you agreed on that and, and looked at me like I was a moron for disagreeing about about it. But okay. Here, now. here's my here's my question. When when Ryan Tannehill was officially a failure as a quarterback, why did the Dolphins not switch him to co- to wide receiver immediately? 
he because they don't have a backup there. because Matt Moore is not any good. Everybody thinks that Matt Moore is some sort of savior is wrong. Matt Moore is a backup quarterback. He hasn't been good his whole career. He's been a backup his whole career, except for his little stint where he started a couple games in Miami and a stint where he started a couple games in Carolina. He's not any good. Ryan Tannehill is the best option we have. That's why, bro. It's, it's, it's that simple. Now let me let me talk a little bit more on this because we're done with we're done with the Baker Mayfield thing. For okay, now. but, 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 but real, real quick. Thing. But real quick, I wanna I wanna I wanna throw it out that you called that on Matt Moore and you were hundred and ten percent right. Because everyone gets blinded by by a couple games when you didn't really watch what he does. Yeah, he's a decent backup, but when he plays in a big game, he loses to the Baltimore Ravens thirty eight to nothing. It's 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 that simple. Again though, K B we have so much other stuff to talk about, such as the New England Patriots realizing Danny Amendola's worth is idiot done. They used him just the same way that they used Wes Welker. He's done. He's concussed. He's a hurt. He's injury prone. We'll send him to the Broncos. He'll get a year or two there, and now he'll be in a hospital for the rest of his life. We used him for when we needed him. We won with him. That's that. And now the Miami Dolphins, not thinking because they think that they have to make some sort of splash in this free agency, thinking that they have to jump the gun, thinking that they have to get their name out there, have gone and signed him. And, I mean, they got him for relatively cheap at two years, $12 million. I'm not sure the guarantee. He's 32 years old, banged up because he put his heart and his soul and his blood wait, and his wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out. Time out. Two years. Six million dollars a piece, and you think it's a good deal? I'll take it. I'll take it. In this is this is Eddie. Eddie, this is a this is a prime time scout team all star, special team specialist Danny Amendola, and you think you're going to get something out of him? I mean, no, let me know. Let me know. Let me know. You know the. You know the organization better than I do. Let me know. No, I don't. Beck, you're not, you're not listening to a word I'm saying tonight. You are in some sort of zone where you don't want to pay attention to a lick of what I'm saying to you. No, I do not think that Danny Amendola, this signing, is good at all. I would have never touched this, okay? Nor do I think the freaking 5'9", 25-year-old that we signed from Kansas City for three years, $21 million is, is a good signing just because they think that he might be the next Tyree Kill, even though he played, he had a few big plays for Kansas City last year. Albert Wilson or whatever the hell his name is. I have no idea who he is because he's a no one. But the Dolphins do this all the time, okay? They think they see something, and they're wrong always. Just like paying Adamican Sue a ridiculous amount of money, and even though he performed, it didn't matter because he's not the missing piece. We weren't one piece away from winning. And if you think that, and Danny Amendola, yeah, he's a good fill for Jarvis Landry in the short yardage situation that will help out Ryan Tannehill and or a new quarterback that we're going to bring in if that's how it stands now, even though these mock drafts change every 10 seconds because they're useless, as I've reiterated over and over and over again. I'm just telling you that, no, nothing that this organization does makes any sense to me. Take the draft picks that you got for Jarvis Landry. Fine, I get that. Instead of paying them, take the draft picks. If you don't want to keep them and you don't think that we're there and it's time to reshape the culture and rebuild the team, good. But then don't go sign a 32-year-old for $12 million. Don't go sign this little kid that no one knows about at 5'9". We got a guy that's 5'9 already. His name's Jakeem Grant, okay? We have that guy. Well, his name right? was 
his name was Jarvis Landry. No, but but we have but we have a little guy. We don't need another little guy. We don't need him running over here. Adam Gase, you're not changing the landscape of the game here, and it's just ridiculous what the Dolphins are doing. But again, we have to move along because there's so much other stuff that we need to cover. And what I'm going to throw at you is how much of a jab moving right along because I know you're going to fight with me on whatever I bring up. Richard Sherman, big name, big mouth. Based on, was it, profocus.com? Is it profocus.com where they rank the players, KB? Is that the website that I'm no, referring it's to? No, Chris Collins, it's Chris Collinsworth's website. It's Chris, no, not Chris Collinsworth.com. It's profootballfocus.com. They okay, do a pro very good job focus. of ranking players, and okay. it's something and so that you got to abide by. Sherman, it's scout Richard driven. Sherman, Richard Sherman who has now been released from the Seattle Seahawks, as everyone knows at this point, and has signed in the division with the San Francisco 49ers, a team that might be worth something. Um, but let's look at what they ranked them as, the 33rd best cornerback. Does this make a difference for San Francisco, or is Richard Sherman just a thing of the past, in your opinion? Well, in my opinion, he's going to be uh, not ready for the 2018 season immediately. That hurts his impact, clearly. But is he a good impact in the locker room? Is he a good player? Is yes. he? And yes, is he check both boxes. The only box that, that you're skeptical. about himself now and his brand and his old age, eating, hanging out in Stephen A's stomach, or Stephen A's hanging out in his stomach as he's trying to make more marketing. A cornerback's lifespan is just about the same as a running back's lifespan, bro. And you know this if anyone knows this. They drop off very, very quickly and very, very fast. And, and Richard Sherman is dropped off. The Seattle Seahawks have seen the drop-off. You can't play at the level that Richard Sherman and the rest of that Legion of Boom played at for as long as, you can, as, long as your career is going to last. You can't because they ran too fast, they hit too hard, and they were too savage. I'll give it to him for that three-year, four-year span. Richard Sherman is an so aging what quarterback. You're saying, so what you're saying is that Cam Chancellor and Earl Thomas increased the Richard Sherman value of his contract that the San Francisco 49ers gave him that he solicited on his own with no agent, you're saying that he benefited from the Legion of Boom on this contract. Let's just clear that up right now. A hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred percent. Yes, I think that the defense around him, Richard Sherman, was a great talent and one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Top five for many years, for three years at least, he was top five, no doubt in my mind. To play against Crabtree in the NFC Championship game that got them to the Super Bowl, unbelievable. This guy was he was he was essentially shut down. However, let's just let's call it what it is, bro. An injury, oh, okay, that's not an easy one to come okay. back from. And the rest of those guys carrying his back, pumping him up. He's not the, the voice in the locker room. No, 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 no. Let's look at Earl Thomas. Let's look at uh, freaking whoever else, whatever their names are. You know the guys. They're just as much of a voice as Richard Sherman. And if anything, Richard Sherman was the cancer of the locker room with his constant comments against the Seattle Seahawks. And, his, and his, as, as much as um, Russell Wilson wants to say that they were buddy-buddy, they did not like each other. There's a reason Richard Sherman is out, and there's a reason that he has vengeance for the Seattle Seahawks. 
It's because they well, know there was clearly a definite was willing to bet on, and they're wrong. There was clearly a discrepancy in the locker room. That's why Michael Bennett's out. That's why Richard Sherman's out. That's why Jimmy Graham's out. There's well, Michael clearly. Say that again. Michael Bennett's a scumbag, a liar, and a racist. So yeah, his his okay. play on the field okay. has nothing to do. He's just a piece of trash. That guy's a scumbag. But but given the situation where you just got to look at it this way, man. Uh, you and the Forty ers had some bad years, and you could make an argument that the that Richard Sherman was the best receiver for the Forty ers for the last couple of years, the amount of interceptions he grabbed off of them in division games, they play two times a year. And now they have him on his side, and he knows the Seattle offense, and he's going to be in position. Is he going to be able to close like he could? Is he going to be the same player he used to? No. But he's he, he went to – he went to uh, the – what school did he go to? Stanford? He's gonna he's gonna be a smart player. He's gonna be able yeah, to use smart's his can instincts. Only get you so far when you can't cover to... speed. Smarts can only get you so far when you can't cover speed. If you want to run zone, you want to run zone. That's fine. Man to man coverage when he goes against a twenty one year old rookie. Good luck. You're gonna get burnt. We just watched Terrell Revis's demise and yeah, we watched him yeah. back. Okay, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Don't, don't I hear Stanford you. I hear you. Smart and he'll figure it out when he's thirty two with injury problems. Come on. I hear you. I hear you on that. But that's a that that's a, something that you and I can speculate, just like the rest of the media, on forever. But we're just gonna have to wait and see, because you can take a guess on that, but you don't know if you're gonna be right. You don't know oh, how right. hard this mother. You don't oh, know how hard this dude's gonna rehab off this injury. Neither do I, and neither Watch do the San Francisco Forty Nineers. But I will tell you, Eddie. I will tell you this. The San Francisco 49ers took an MRI on his Achilles injury, and they also took an MRI on his left ankle, the opposite foot, and they still signed him. They still signed him. So that says something, that there's not that much damage there. I think, a, na- I think a name means there. a lot more than – I think a name means a lot more to a lot of organizations – that a lot of people think it doesn't. Speaking of names, KB, speaking of names, because some new news just dropped. Brand new news just came in about 35 minutes ago, but it has to do with the biggest news, one of the biggest signings that we've been speculating about for about three weeks now. And I think I was wrong. I think you were wrong. I think we were both wrong. I think I said Denver. I think you said Denver, and I said New York. You might have said Minnesota. We'd have to play the tape back. You're no, I didn't say Minnesota. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I didn't say Minnesota. I Minnesota. I thought Minnesota was going to be uh, loyal to Teddy Bridgewater, who they drafted. They let him walk. They're bringing in Kirk Cousins. Now, do I believe this is a good decision? Absolutely. Yes. Great decision. Stephon Diggs, you got Adam Thielen. And you're gonna you're gonna have Dalvin Cook coming back in your backfield. Kirk Cousins is an arid out kind of quarterback. He is going 
to improve the yardage on both of these receivers in 2018. Mark my words. Let's let's not forget um, the tight end over there. I can't remember his name. The big old what is it, Kevin Rudolph? Whatever that dude's yeah, name is. That you're, guy's you're correct about dude. that. The Minnesota, the Minnesota roster's stacked, and yeah, like you said, with Dalvin Cook coming back, it's just how much faith you have in Kirk Cousins. And also, um, I don't know that much about the offensive coordinator over there, but this is an offense that Kirk Cousins is very familiar with. Um, it, it seems to make all the sense in the world, I, dude. You know who I, I feel the worst for, and, and Kirk Cousins. Jesus Christ! I mean, this dude is paid now at this point. Back, I mean, after all the franchise tags. And the twenty million, twenty million, twenty million, now eighty three, eighty four guaranteed, no matter what. Kirk Cousins yeah, paid, was paid the for, paid RG3. for, Eddie. Paid for is the wrong word. Kirk Cousins is a little beat, dude. He's a little beat. He he got he got high dollar money from the Redskins every single year he was franchise tagged and whined about it, whined yep. about it. And guess what? And he, he whined himself. And he won himself into a purple uniform. And if he fails, we Which will be the first to roast him. We will be the first well, to well, roast him. But I do believe, I do believe, given Adam Thielen, my boy Adam Thielen, and Stefan Diggs, who's actually Matt Westfall's boy, not my boy, Matt Westfall's not away my in boy. Fantasy football. Matt, Matt, Matt Westfall's uh, not my boy, so I could care less what Westfall thinks. Where's he at? Where's he at on the Blitz Brigade? But if he fails, he he's gonna fail down. hard. He's gonna fail hard. And if he does fail, the Vikings are gonna be stuck in a in in a rock in a hard place, man. And without a paddle of shit championships. Sorry to cut you off, KB. We do have a caller on the line, I believe. Mad Money, is that correct? Do we have a caller? Let's bring him on and see what he's bringing the blitz about tonight. Hello? Yo, Hello? Caller, what up, dog? You're on picking hey, up the uh, blitz. Uh, Brian Beck from, uh, Brian from Northern Virginia. I just wanted to say uh, thanks for having me on the show. And uh, wanna, I don't want to take up too much time. I love the conversation. But um, last week, uh, Roger Bannister passed away at 88. He was the first human to break the uh, four-minute mile barrier. Uh Big Oregon State guy and um, just sad loss to the sporting world. Is he, and, uh, is he faster than Hussein Bolt? I don't know about. He wasn't a sprinter, but um, he's more of like you know the the distance runner. But he, uh, you know, was the inspiration for Nike and had heard the story of Jesse Owens winning all those gold medals in the 1936 Munich Olympics, and he said, "I felt like I was the only one who asked well, what the hell kind of shoes was he wearing." And, um, you know, he hears that Jesse Owens only wore, like, a bedroom slipper. Well, my, and, my question is, <laughs> what, kind of skin, what kind of skin was he wearing? How do we not know about this guy? How did he get shysted? Um, no, he's, I, you know, I see my guy, but um, um, it's, it's a track and field world, and he, he's famous right when, you know, you know, the rise of football, the rise of baseball, and, you know, the decline of track and field. It used to be a lot more popular in its heyday. You know, just the, the sport has lost awareness, but... It's a sad loss for the world, and especially the sporting world, and Oregon State, and a, a lot of uh, but um, it was a well-lived life, and so I just wanted to. So that's you know, a good shout out and, to or- yeah. Oregon State, and what's the individual's name again? Uh, Roger Bannister. Roger yeah. Bannister. Eighty-eight years old, first human Getting to break the four-minute mile. Roger first Bannister. Human to make, yeah, first human to make the four-minute mile. Shout out. 
from and, um, Yeah, just it was last week where he passed away at age 88, and just want to say may he rest in peace. Thanks for letting me pay respects, and I'll take everything else up the from, air. Uh, thank you. From Brian in Northern Virginia, we love it, dog. That that's awesome. We don't we don't get that every day, man. That's awesome. Thank huh. you for that. That's a that's huh. a blitz. That's tough for us to handle. We don't know how to address it. We're not we're not in that line, but uh, we will we will damn sure give him his credit. All right, thank you very much, Mr. Evans. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. We'll talk to you next week, Brian from Northern Virginia. Anything you hear that? Yeah, it's uh, kind of tough to take in. Kind of tough to take in, but you know, you, you gotta you hey. gotta you gotta deal with these sorts of things. Life such as life, and uh. As we move into commercial, we give him nothing but respect, give him nothing but love, but we got to move on. Am I right, Caleb? That we do. And on the flip side of this break, we got more NFL free agency to talk about. Can't wait. Pickles of Blitz, Callback, Eddie Fane, Mad Money Mike. Get on the line. 267-521-0153. Woo! This is KB from Pick'em to the Blitz with KB and E-Fane. E-Fane and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your news feed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and E-Fane is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings too. And no need to drink and drive to get there, our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Raj from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi wild dogs got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold wild dog picks of the week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. Come on, ride with the G with KB, Ethan, and Mad Money Mike. Here on Picking Up the Blitz with Kyle Beck, Eddie Fane, and Mad Money Mike. Like to reiterate it twice. Thank you to all that's listening, all you iTunes subscribers, downloaders, everybody you get in on the show. 
Get up with the sponsors. We'll get you your Wild Eye Hot Sauce. We'll get you your food for near Food Mart. We, if you're too drunk to drive, we'll get your chicken to booze right to you. <laughs> I'm not sure that PrimeCombine.com is actually uh, still a legitimate site. We're still yeah, we waiting a on their uh, Prime Combine lately. Have we got a paycheck from Prime Combine? I think no, these guys are no, I think I think I think I think that website is bunk, and uh, we're gonna have to look for a new sponsor. It nah, shouldn't we'll be hard one. to find. It shouldn't be hard to find. Eddie fans going to lead us in the direction that we need to go here on the show. Well, first, can't foremost, wait. you know what's not hard to find is the bracket that you should go and fill out on picking up the blitz. I know we've been talking about it. Go fill out this bracket. It costs you zero dollars to win a hundred bucks and something weird from my apartment. It's great, dude. You're good. Why would you not go fill this bracket out? It's on our Facebook page. On Facebook, just type in picking up the blitz. Go to the bracket. It takes five minutes. Tell me who's going to win it. I got Villanova taking the whole thing. My bracket's going to win, so I'm not going to have to pay a damn thing. And that case of Wild Dog Hot Sauce is getting sent directly to the Florida Keys. But, hey, you guys can still try and beat me if you want to, you suckers. You Blitz Brigade, well, I'll leave it at that. But, anyways, after you do that, we got more stuff to talk about. So, guess what? We're running the show for an extra 30 minutes because we talked our producer into it. He's not happy about it, but he's going to do it for the sake of the show. Listen, KB, he's going to really do one. He's going to 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 do one. He's got a big day tomorrow. Big day doing what? He ain't got to do a damn thing tomorrow. But he's listen, got here's to go to Home Depot. He's got to go to Home <laughs> Depot and Bed Bath and Beyond. I'm not sure if he's going to have enough time. We're going to go with the Case Keenum. First, we were talking about Teddy Bridgewater getting sent over to the Jets, and that sucks, man, because Teddy Bridgewater, if it wasn't for one of the worst injuries that I think anyone's ever seen, probably would have been the face of the Vikings for many, many years. And now Case Keenum does nothing but win for him, and he gets shipped out, but he does go to a winning organization, a winning franchise in the Denver Broncos. Uh, What are your thoughts about what Case Keenum might be able to accomplish over there in Denver? With the Denver Broncos, Denver Broncos with Case Keenum. What I'm looking at there is for him to get through one year, maybe two, but they still have to draft another quarterback. We know what Case Keenum is. I actually overly highly rated Case Keenum coming out of the draft because he played in the Houston College offense that was a spread offense, and he was able to distribute the ball all over the field, and he had great numbers. But he does not seem to be able to do that in the NFL. When it comes down to a simple offense like that John Elway wants to run, he might be able to excel on that. Well, but no, he is he... not the future there. I agree with you on that. I think that, that, that we saw what we saw in Minnesota was based on a system that fit him, which I don't really understand why you're dissing him so badly concerning he put up great numbers last year, especially fantasy-wise. But I think that we looked at a lot of talent around him in Minnesota, uh, essentially Adam Thielen and your boy Stephon Diggs. But the thing is, does Denver have that anymore? I mean, who's the receiver that's still the star there? I mean, I want to go with Demarius Thomas, but I'm not sure if he even is the Thomas that he used to be. I I don't know that. Uh, Who's the running back in Denver nowadays? C.J. Anderson, maybe? I, I don't know that either. The only thing that I can think that the only way I see this play Matt out. Money, stat, stat check this. I feel like Denver signed a free agent wide receiver. 
Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Eddie Fink, continue. But what I am saying, though, is, Beck, I kind of feel like this candle is going to burn out in Denver, man. I think that we saw Case Keenum in a great system in Minnesota that worked for him when the odds were stacked against him, and he rose to the challenge. And congratulations, more power to him, dude. But I feel like as as it stands now, man, I think that we're both – Eddie, you think that they're dealing with another Dr. Brosweiler? Well, I think that they're – no, I don't know. No, I don't think that that's the case at all. I think that was the biggest panic move that any organization has ever made, and John Elway will not make that mistake again. But with that being said, I do think Case Keenum's going to burn out. The news that I wanted to break to you before the last commercial break was the fact that Trevor Simeon – who I know that you, I know you were high on at the beginning of last year. Don't tell me you weren't. As been yeah, yeah. Now, for, and you, as high as you could be for a seventh round pick, that's what I said. Okay, that okay, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. But Trevor Simeon now, just uh, this is per the TwinCities.com. So yeah, Twin Cities, Minnesota. Is, is Minnesota Twin Cities? What is that? New York? Who the hell knows? Anyways. I don't know what that means. Uh, Trevor Simeon Simeon has just been shipped over to be Kirk Cousins' backup in Minnesota. And my next question gave me is, does Brock Osweiler still have a job? Who's still paying Brock Osweiler, and where the hell is he? Where's Brock Osweiler? He's paid by, like, three teams. Mad Money's going to stack check that. He's getting million-dollar checks every week, and he doesn't pick it down. Crazy. Dude, dude, Brock Osweiler, you got to give him credit. He got tall and he got paid. Oh yeah, he was the greatest Reach the height of six seven, and you're gonna be well taken care of as long as your family. Just grow that tall. All right, so listen, KB. But hey, hey, Eddie, Eddie, remember this. Remember this. The Texans gave him a huge deal. And they never brought Brock Oswald down for an interview. It was 100% a panic move, and that's what they did. It's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And currently, he's still on the Denver Broncos, apparently. But he's currently still getting paid from the Texans, man. He, it's, he it's absolutely a guaranteed deal. Absolutely. Re- but listen, while we're still re- on Minnesota, hang on, hang on, back, 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 because there's a lot I still want to ask you about here, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep it coming. Eleven point seven million dollars. I know we're jumping around. I know we're jumping around a lot. Hey, Blitz Brigade, we keep got a up. Lot there's a cover. lot going on. Jarek McKinnon. Listen, this is this is kind of a shocker. If you had to guess, if you had to just guess. Where Pro Focus Football, ProFootballFocus.com would have Jarek McKinnon ranked among all running backs last season. What number do you think he'd be ranked at? Between the uh, 30s and 40s. Jarek McKinnon was ranked number eight based on his performance last year. Get the hell out of here. Which I also would agree with 100%, which makes me question where the hell they're coming up with these rankings from. But Jared McKinnon, now. Well, Pro Football Focus, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. ProFootballFocus.com, they do their research, and if there's a missed block, they don't credit it against the running back. So that's where maybe that higher stack comes from. The numbers 
are in for Jared McKinnon's deal with the San Francisco 49ers. And speaking of 49ers. But, but also, Eddie, let me, evaluate on, let me evaluate on this one more time. I, I talked to a previous fantasy football owner of Jared McKinnon, and he said, I've, I've, I've had this guy, don't touch him, don't mess with him, he's going to let you down. And it, when I denied his uh, advice, he was very boom or bust. So lead that into yeah, who's, your who's evaluation. Like some, some dude from the nearest food mart. Was this, was this Raj himself from nearest food mart? Because if this is Raj, I mean, dude, I trust him to drive me my chicken. No, but if I no, trust no, his no, fantasy no. football this advice, was, I don't this think was, so. This was, this was Zach from Northern Virginia. Oh, yeah, well, where the hell is he at? Why doesn't he call in real quick and bring his blitz about Jarek McKinnon? Because Jarek McKinnon's laughing all the way to the bank, buddy. Four years, $30 million, 11.7 guaranteed. Well, all right then. I mean, but that doesn't all, make any sense to me, dude. That, that makes no sense to me, Jarek McKinnon. I, I, the number eight ranking makes no sense to me, which has to be okay, yards. Yeah, what doesn't make sense to me cash. is that this is your bone to pick. This, we've had 17 free agent signings, and this is your bone to pick. What else you got? You've cleared up that you're unhappy with McKinnon getting this much money. What else you got? I know you got more fuel in that tank, you think. Well, this doesn't make any sense either because the thing is that Carlos Hyde was supposed to sign a three-year deal with the 49ers. But now, based off Adam Schefter's report, literally this afternoon, the Cleveland Browns are supposed to go and get Carlos Hyde. So now this changes everything that we've been talking about for the show. I mean, I'd still obviously take Saquon Barkley and use a dual thing with Carlos Hyde but Jesus, wait, 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 wait. Time you out. are making some Time moves. Out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Repeat what you just said. What was Sir, that Adam report? Schefter, the Shefty, the little guy, the Cleveland with Browns the black are... hair, the black hair, the annoying face, the annoying voice, works for ESPN and is going and is going to get cut here, just like uh, a lot of players in the NFL, because he's not that good. And I'm Schefter reporting this deal via E-Fane on Pan of the Blitz. What the hell is um, the deal? Adam Schefter, by the way, is actually really, really good at his job and probably one of the hardest working people in sports media. But whatever bone you have to pick. Adam Schefter is probably really good. Yeah, it, he's, you know what? I agree. He is a great reporter. I, he's a trustful source. Ooh, Mad Money. Big Adam Schefter guy, are you, you know what? Hey, I follow him right. on my Twitter. He was, uh, Money was right to put me on mute because Adam Schefter is very credible. So Mad Money just swayed back so hard from from me. Dude, Mad Money just burned me so bad. That was the best Mad Money burn. Mad that Money he, follows that, him on Twitter. All right, Adam Schefter, if you're listening. Anyway, right now, anyway, anyway. Good. Anyway, Matt Money burnt me on trying to burn Adam Schefter when he is actually really good at his job. And now we need to relay the information to our listeners. So anything, please advise. 
You got it. The Cleveland Browns, per Adam Schefter, you know, the guy with that annoying face and that black hair, uh, are expected For mad money? Former San Francisco 49ers running back, Carlos Hyde. Hyde will receive a three-year deal worth more than $15 million, including $6 million in the first year. That's, again, according to Adam Schefter and NFL Network. However, the agreement to sign Hyde does not eliminate Saquon Barkley from the draft board, according to a league source familiar with the team's thinking. Essentially, all this is speculation, dude. This is a whole week of just crazy signings and speculation for the draft, man. But I'm telling you right now, this Cleveland Browns scene, if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, dude, be pumped. Be excited, man, because you finally are making moves after winning one game in all two right, all right, all right, all right. Let me get in on this. Let me get in on this. Get in on it, dude. As a, as a giant team, I'm terrified because I'm I'm fearful that they're going to take Saquon Barkley first and then find their quarterback on the back end. And they have multiple options on the back end, Eddie. I am very fearful of this predicament. I want Barkley for the Giants. You know that. And it's not going to happen. It, it, <laughs> dude, unless they are absolutely in love with a quarterback and want to put a ring on, the, on that quarterback's finger – and that's hard to do from, like, two dudes, you know, one dude to another to, like, put a ring on another dude's finger. Not that then, hard. Then, uh, Colorado. <laughs> you get you what I'm Schefter. talking about. You and Adam though. Schefter and Matt Money, you guys can all hang out together. Yeah, it'll be great. Follow each other's Any- Twitters. Anyway, anyway, they, they could easily draft Saquon Barkley and then get their quarterback later in the draft. So that leaves me fearful of it as a Giants fan and uh, someone who's on the speculation side of everything, just like you are, that we might not get Barkley. So what are your thoughts on that? I just want you to think about one thing here, man, and this is what my whole purpose of talking. I'm so glad I'm not yelling at you to try and talk over you anymore. I'm so glad you're asked calm down from the first freaking 25 minutes of the show because you were about to drive me insane, dude. But anyways, the only thing I really wanted to tell you, man, is I everything that Cleveland has done here, they've stuck with their coach. They've been god-awful, the laughing stock of the league for years, but especially the last two. Let's just think about this. Tyrod Taylor there just to be there for maybe, you know, to bring in the rookie quarterback because they're going to take a quarterback with the fourth pick. They take Saquon Barkley first. Although they did just lose the what's what's his name the offensive lineman Joe Thomas was was the guy's name the big guy the left tackle Joe Thomas he retired who was phenomenal that's gonna hurt that hurts but hey man he's he's been dealing with enough you got Jabril Peppers back there you got Miles Garrett the number one pick from last year sitting there you got Jarvis Landry you got Josh Gordon back if he can stay off the weed if he can stay wait, off wait, the dope and stay out of trouble. Eddie, Eddie. Eddie, I gotta, I gotta call timeout on your route because uh, I think you need to accentuate the Josh Gordon situation. What do you need me to? What do you need me to accentuate? He came back mid-year last year and put up huge numbers 
again, if you went and got Josh Gordon in DraftKings, dude, you were doing well week in and week out. Josh Gordon is a freak of nature that can go from selling used cars and smoking dope in his apartment every day to stepping foot on the football field on Sunday afternoon and catching two touchdowns, 116 yards, and 11 receptions. This guy is a freak. And, and the good news is Josh Gordon and Demarius Randall have made up because they're Browns teammates after their altercation from back in the day. Yep. However, what? he is a free agent. He is a free agent. He's out there, but they tendered him, so I don't know what that means. He'll make an well, – he's going to – there's just so much – there's just so much crap going on here, man. But as it stands right now, Josh Gordon is still a Brown. And, dude, you look at this, and I just want to throw one more thing in there back before you take it over. Before you take it over. Dominican Sue's creeping around, and the Cleveland Browns still have some money, and the Dolphins still own some money. He got paid fat by Miami. So I know Cleveland sucks. It's not Miami. It's not the place you want to go. What are you, New England ain't, hey, 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 what do you mean going creeping to around? There. Creeping around. Going what do you mean creeping around? This is, the, this is the oh, – we're talking uh-huh. over each other again. Finish your point. My point is that if Ndamukong Sue wants a ring, and I know the Cleveland it sounds so crazy to say, but just look at what they're doing. And I know Tyrod Taylor's not the answer, but six games in, if they're four and two, and they let the rookie quarterback that they draft fourth, whoever they no, I read what I say six games in. God damn it. If they decide to take, if they should take a Josh Rosen with number four oh as opposed to Baker Mayfield. No, so. <laughs> no you think you won. I'm just telling you what this is. Look, I'm telling you that the Cleveland Browns are real. The Cleveland Browns have the potential to be real, dude. And, and if you're not seeing this, then you're delusional, bro. You're, if you're not seeing what's happening here, the Cleveland has lost so much and have so many draft picks and so much money just stacked that it's it's crazy to think that they can't win games. And the talent is there. And Jarvis Landry's got something to prove now that he's been shipped off and Miami didn't want him. Trust me, that dude Listen, plays a chip on You his can't quick fix Cleveland. You know that. You it's not a quick fix. Quick fix. How are you going to say it's a quick fix when they're 1 in 31? Eddie, they're one you've, in 31. Witnessed, you've witnessed the Two years, they're one in 31. Eddie, Eddie, come fix. on, man. You've witnessed the lack of the quick six. It didn't no, happen no, in but, Miami. No, 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 it ain't no, going to happen back. in Cleveland, back, man. Back. Come on, man. There's a difference between being stuck in you're, mediocrity. You're out of your goddamn mind. There's a difference between being stuck in mediocrity, Miami Dolphins, uh, Bills, Jets, well, the Jets are, are pretty bad off there. And there's a difference between the rest of the league and the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns have been so atrocious for so there, long. Miami is in control. Miami is the Super Bowl. I'm telling no, you, no, no, no. Taylor can... Beck, I will bet you something right now. All right, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put this on the air, all right, for a $50 bet between you and I. I will bet you that the Cleveland Browns over under – I will go with over at least eight wins next year. So, well, you, so are you, you saying under guaranteed under fifty dollar bet on the line right now? I say the Cleveland Browns uh, hit eight wins. This board side of this bet, let's hit a commercial yeah, break. Yeah, laughing a lot now, aren't you? Let's hit, let's hit a commercial break. Anything thinks that that 
right, let's get this straight. You think that the Dolphins are going to under You're losing it completely, back. This is why we can't do an hour and a half show. No, so, no, 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 no. You're losing it. Break, when we come back from the commercial break, you're going to give your pick. You're, Cleveland Browns you're over under eight wins next season. Over under eight wins next season, Cleveland Browns. It's that easy. Uh, you know we'll, where I'm going. We'll hash this out. We'll hash this out on the other side of the break. We'll hash this out on the other side of the break. Cleveland Browns versus the Miami Dolphins. Call back. Eddie Fane. Matt Money this is Mike. KB from Pick'em to the Blitz with KB and E Fane. E Fane and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your newsfeed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and Ethan is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings, too. And no need to drink and drive to get there. Our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Roz from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi, Wild Dog's got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold Wild Dog Picks of the Week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. All right, now we're back here for a minute, and KB has not stopped laughing since we went to commercial break because of the bet that he claimed I'm a, a lunatic. I, I should be locked up in an asylum for saying this. The bet that Mad Money has now written now, $50 bet between me and Beck, is this. The Cleveland Browns will win at least eight games. I am telling you that the Cleveland Browns, you're hearing it right, you know, his speakers aren't messed up. The Cleveland Browns will win eight or more games next season. KB, are you going to take the under on eight games? Is that bet confirmed so Mad Money can check that off his list, please, and thank you? Dude, uh, what do you mean the under? Dude, you're at your goddamn mind. They're going to win more games than they lost last year. Eight, eight is a stretch. Give me nine. Give you nine? What are you talking about? Do you agree with me? You've been laughing at me the whole time, and now you're saying nine wins? 
So uh, get your speculation together, and then we'll take care of it. What I'm thanks asking you about Thanks and goodbye, Ethan. What, what I'm asking, you're about to go on mute so hard, dude. Hey, Mad Money, you're about to go on mute so hard, dude. You just, this is why we can't stretch the show for an hour and a half. I'm asking about the Akeem Talib signing to the Los Angeles Rams. And the reason that you think, because I know you're a big Jared Goff guy, and the L.A. Rams with Sean McVay's coach have have actually proven themselves to be a hell of a football team. Jared Goff could obviously use some development, but the way that they ran their offense, and then, you know, the little guy, whatever his name is, the, the dude that they signed up to um, from West Cooper Virginia. Cup. No, not Cooper Cup. Cup. I know you do love him, though, too. And he is actually pretty good. I'm talking about the little dude from West Virginia. Um can't remember his name off the top of my head, but anyways, he's the little speedster that they run the trick plays with. There's just a lot to there's a lot to like there, and the You're defense itself is also very. Uh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's What's cut. The name? The name. He's cut. Huh? He's cut. You're out of your fucking gourd. A hundred percent, he's cut. Yeah, Tavon's cut, dude. Yeah, well, that's news to me. Anyways, uh, but listen though, but so there's a lot to like though with the Rams. Here's the deal. So what I'm asking, though, is, is the Akeem Tlaib signing that big of a deal, or do you think that maybe he's kind of yes. past his prime? No, I believe the Akeem Tlaib signing is a big deal. He's a chain-fashion mother-effer, and you got to like that. Now, and also, Tavon Austin has not been cut, according to my reports, that they're holding out on hopes of trading him to the Baltimore Ravens. He has not been cut, so that's False on your part. Well, that was false on my report. But you came at me pretty hard like you knew what you were talking about. Hey, bro, give me some game balls and get this show done with. I hope you're on mute for the rest of my life, dude. And now, game balls given out by your boy E. Bain and Kyle Beck. Brought to you by Gold Chains of Champagne Entertainment. Hell Hey, that's what we're talking about. Game balls of the week. Every week, here on Pick Up the Flip, you know how it goes down. We just show it up, throw it down, slam it down. E Fane's on the mother effing mic, and he's going to toss the first one up, and he's going to throw it down and damn himself. It's a tight game ball. Mother effer. E Fane, hit him up. The nature boy himself. Rick Flair for freaking doing that video with Egos and some other rappers, dude. Old ass Rick Flair, two heart attacks later, 95 grams Woo! of cocaine a weekend, freaking more beer than you could drink during a day's lifespan. Dude, I drank 48 Woo! beers one day, 48 beers, CGCE, and this guy would have put me to shame, buddy. Rick Flair still doing music videos with Migos. Game ball of the week from your boy E-Fame. Hey, Rick Flair's got it going on. I used to know a dude when I worked in uh, Shelves, North Carolina, and uh, he threw up red wine all over this car that the dude had to get clean. And Rick Flair's had his wife in my apartment one time. I believe that, too. I believe that, too, with a grain of salt. Hey, 
My game ball is going out to the New York Giants. And Pat Shermer signed Nate Soldier to a big-time deal. Outbid the Patriots. And I can't close it out this quickly because I got to ask you, James. Ethan, what do you think Tom Brady thinks of the Nate Soldier deal to the New York Giants? I think that this is just going to show the rift between Tom Brady, Robert Kraft, and Bill Belichick to the full. It's a Super Bowl loss. Now you're losing linemen like it's nobody's business. I mean, it, it just seems like Belichick is ready to get out of New England, and he wants to sabotage Brady on the way out. He does not want to see this guy play anymore. I swear to God, that sounds crazy. It sounds like a conspiracy theory. Dude, it just seems that they just – they don't. I don't know what they're doing over there in New England, but man, I know Tom Brady's hating that. And I really think that the hate between Belichick and Tom Brady is about the hate between everybody else and Belichick. He's starting to feel the same way that the rest of the league does about him, except for Patriots fans. I think Eddie Finn is right. I think Bill Belichick would only take one of their jobs, and that's with the Miami Dolphins. And I think he knows what he's doing. I think Eddie Finn knows what he's talking about. And that's picking up the blitz this week. We're picking up the no. blitz every week. Go fill out your bracket. It's for the show. Wild Dog Hot Sauce. We got hot sauce. We got memorabilia. We got 100 bucks. If anyone beats me, dude, if KB wins, I promise you, promise you, I fly not only him, I fly down any blitz member. If KB wins this bracket... Him and any member of his choice get flown down here, can walk out on my dock, we will film it and put it on the internet of him punching me in the face, hands behind my back as hard as he can. That's what happens if KB wins. So get as many people in as you want, just beat KB. And prove to me, prove to me that somebody knows more than me. Because I highly, highly Highly doubt it, you suckers, you scummies, you goons, and you losers. Picking up the blitz with KB and um, Ethan, Mad Money Mike, anything, you the fucking man. Let's holler out. We'll talk to him next week. Hundred at the hundred, hundred on the dash.